0: guys, it's been like a month and a half, two months. I'm so sorry. It's been so long since I've talked to you today. I am here to just catch up with you guys. And also I am bringing an actual topic. Don't worry. It's not just going to be a catch up, but there is going to be a decent amount of stuff that I do need to catch up with y'all on. I'm so sorry that I've been gone for so long. I will tell you guys what's been going on with my life. And hopefully that'll help you understand that I've just been so busy and it's been so hard to find time. To prioritize my content right now and it's hard because i really do love doing content i love my podcast i love youtube i love instagram but every once in a while you have to just like realize that there's different points in your life where you have to prioritize different things and for me right now obviously i really have to prioritize school and taking care of like my own like mental and physical health before worrying about also creating content because if I was stressed about creating content, then it wasn't actually for enjoyment and to give other people like the best version of me and to like show up for people and give them content that I'm actually proud of that I think will be helpful to them. So I just, I knew that I couldn't pump out content that wasn't actually what I wanted to be sharing. So that is why it has taken a little while for me to come back specifically to the podcast I have neglected the podcast the longest and I have missed you guys but with all of that let's just get right into the episode because I have a long recap for you guys um, but first don't worry I did not forget I always start with my drink of the day which is the GT's alive ancient mushroom elixir in root beer with reishi chaga and turkey tail. I drank some of it this morning and it was not hitting the way that I wanted it to but it's hitting harder now that it's the afternoon. I also recorded just a tiny little bit of this intro for YouTube so you guys could get like a visual look of what it looks like while I'm recording these episodes so if you want to see that um, please feel free to go check that out on YouTube and drop a comment letting me know that you came from the podcast. Also speaking of kombucha, I wasn't going to say anything about this and I haven't posted anything about it on my YouTube or Instagram yet, I don't think, because I'm kind of gatekeeping it, but I have found my new favorite kombucha flavor and it is the GT's Strawberry Lemonade Kombucha. Now hear me out. I don't like lemonade, which is ironic because this is lemonade, but it tastes like When I was younger, I think my mom still makes this, but when I was younger, my mom would take fresh strawberries from our garden and freeze them and then turn them into this slushy. And she would make like an alcoholic version for my aunts and uncles and like the older people in the family when we would get together. But then she would also make a non-alcoholic version for the kids to have. This kombucha tastes exactly I mean, to the T, exactly like that drink. And it is such a nostalgic feeling every time I drink it. And so I literally every week I like stock up on like three of them. I can only find them at Trader Joe's. And I've only been able to find them at Trader Joe's down towards where I live. Like I haven't seen it in any towards like my school or anything like that. So it's just like, I don't know. But if you're in New York, and you live near Trader Joe's, go see if they have the strawberry lemonade tea cheese kombucha because it is so good. All right, let's get into the weekly recap, <laughs> except it's going to be about a month and a half recap. So I'm going to start at the top of June. Um, Between like the 2nd and the 6th of June, my parents came and visited me here in New York. Um, we just, we did a lot of stuff together I hung out with them. We went out to dinner and my boyfriend came with us and it was like the first time we actually got to just like sit down and they got to like talk to him and get to know him like fully whereas like the other couple times we had met we went to like the Rockettes so they didn't actually talk because we were just sitting and watching the show. This was the first time that they actually got to like sit down and talk to him and get to know him face to face and it was really nice. They came and saw me and my boyfriend and our best friend in something called Dance Workshop, which is, if you've listened to my podcast before, I've talked about it a little bit, um, but I was in the tap portion of it, but at the beginning of the semester, you audition for different styles of dance to be put into this show that happens the week before finals at the end of the semester. So for 14 weeks, you are working on different pieces based on the style that you, if you do make it into it, if you get chosen through the audition that you get to do. Um, it's just like an extra performance opportunity, kind of like extracurriculars, um, but it's just more dancing, as if I don't already do enough of that. Um, I am doing that again this semester. I did end up auditioning. I didn't know if I was going to be able to due to, like, work. Commitment, but the people that I babysit for on weeknights are working with me because they want to support me And let me have as many performance opportunities as possible while I'm still in school so That was very kind of them and I'm so like genuinely appreciative and grateful for that I think they really liked it and then that night we went and got gelato At this place that my boyfriend and I had found it's really good. Um, I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head but I know I posted it in my food highlight, in my food part two highlight on Instagram. So go check out Laney.foods and then check out my food part two highlight and it should be in there. Um, really good gelato. lots of fun flavors. My boyfriend's younger sister and mom were there so we got to see them and hang out with them. But yeah, that was pretty much like the main reason my parents came to visit was one, just to see me and then also to be able to come see us in that show. After that weekend, because the show, we had rehearsal, like dress rehearsal, and we also recorded it. Friday and Saturday we were rehearsals, and then Sunday we had a dress rehearsal, tech rehearsal, dress rehearsal, a full run-through recording it, and then the actual live show. So it was, it was a lot. Um, and then that following Monday, literally the next day, was the start of finals week. Honestly... this point is kind of a blur because it was like almost two months ago now but it was good like I obviously I passed all my finals I think the only thing the only final that really bothered me that I felt bad about was my tap final I am a very confident tapper like I'm very confident in my ability like I know that I can tap and there was just our last combination that we were performing we did it three or four times and each time for some reason i just would blank on a different part like i would fix the part that i missed the first time and then something else my brain would just like get like a flash of anxiety and i would forget what i was doing and it happened every time so then i was getting really hard on myself and it kind of sent me into like a spiral and i just was kind of attacking myself i wasn't being very kind to myself in that moment and really sucked so hopefully I will be able to like take that experience and learn from it this semester that if like that happens again I won't get so worked up because at the end of the day I still did fine it was just I was just having a moment and sometimes we have those days like there's nothing there's nothing I can really do to change it Other things that were going on that obviously are still going on is I also have a job at a tea shop like a boba tea and like matcha shop so I've been working a lot. Um, I work weekends because weeknights if I don't have dance super late um, or I don't have workshop rehearsal I am babysitting for a family Um, so I just work at the tea shop on the weekends which I actually just got home from working um, and decided that now was probably the best time for me to be able to talk to you guys. Um, and then the last thing I did for during finals week or like thing that I was doing with my time in between days, like nighttime, cause I took, I took the week off from the gym. So I had free time at night, um, cause I wanted to rest and stuff, but also I had to pack up everything in my dorm, which I will get to, um, why that is in a little bit, but I'm just going to leave that there. And continue to like middle of June or like the second week of June so June 11th uh, my boyfriend and I both worked but we were going back to Wisconsin the following morning but we had to be moved out of our dorm so we didn't have anywhere to stay so we were gonna stay in the airport so what happened was we both worked our shifts and we had to get our bags and stuff we got to the airport We got to the place where we needed to check our bags at 12.15, and they closed at midnight. So we were 15 minutes late because there was a problem with the air tram because it was so late. So we had to sleep outside of security on the floor because we couldn't. Security was open, but bag check was not open, so we couldn't check our bags, so we couldn't go through security to get to the terminal to fly home. So we literally sat on the floor outside of security and watched The Shining on my boyfriend's laptop uh, until like 3 or 3.30 in the morning when bag check opened again. You know, got our bags checked, got to our terminal, and then my boyfriend passed out while we were sitting at the terminal. And I got us bagels, we had bagels, and then chilled. We got on the plane, got back to Wisconsin. My mom picked us up from the airport and then I forgot that I had a hearing aid appointment and my mom reminded me and I was like, oh great, (laughs) we don't even get to go home to sleep. We have to go to my appointment. So we went to my appointment for my hearing aids. I was getting my hearing tested because recently I have been feeling like I'm hearing worse, but I think that it was really, really bad at that point because I was just like super anxious like I think that that was affecting it even more I definitely still feel like it's obviously bad like <laughs> I am hard of hearing like that's a known fact We're hearing hearing aids like obviously I'm gonna have trouble hearing but I think there was definitely some anxiety that was heightening the like lack of being able to hear things or like comprehend what was happening or like what was being said to me but I still do feel like my hearing is slightly worse. And after that, we went home and my boyfriend and I, we took a nap for like, I don't know, three hours or something. And then we got up to go bowling with my parents, my brother, some family friends. And my one of my best friends, she joined us. Um, she met us at the bowling alley and we bowled for a couple hours. It was a lot of fun. I won the first game, which I'm pretty proud of because I'm by no means am I a good bowler. The next day, my boyfriend and I just took the entire day going to Six Flags. We went to the Six Flags in Illinois and just spent the day together. It was raining the entire day, so there were literally no lines. Not only was it a Tuesday, but it was also raining, so literally no lines. So every ride that was open, we were able to go on. I think the longest we waited was like 10 minutes max, not even. Something that like I really enjoyed about going home, which I feel like I always say this when I go home, is that I was able to go back to my home gym, which is like a private gym, and I see some old faces and just like lift in a place that really does feel safe to me. And I feel safe in the gym that I'm at here in New York, but obviously it's different, like going from a private gym to like a commercial gym, like being spoiled with the luxury of having a private gym. work out in and then go into a planet fitness it's a big difference and i really do appreciate the gym that i have back in wisconsin and i don't take it for granted like every time i get the chance to go there when i come back to wisconsin i 100 percent am like mom please message the owner let him know that i'm gonna be there so i can get a membership for the week or whatever just so i can even if it's only one or two days that i go in i just want to be able to go in and like be in the atmosphere okay the next thing that happened when I was in Wisconsin was I got my hair done. So if you don't follow me on any of my other platforms or you're new here, I was a redhead and I am now blonde. I'm like a strawberry blonde so I still have like red like ginger tones in my hair, but it's now more towards the blonde side. I will be going back to ginger soon though because for my fourth semester I have to get four uh headshots that I am going to be using for auditions and stuff in the future, and I need to consistently look the same as my headshots. So I will be going back to being redhead because I really enjoy having my red hair. While I was home in Wisconsin, I was able to go on my mom's side of the family's annual camping trip, and I was able to bring my boyfriend with because he came back to Wisconsin with me, which was super exciting um that like not only did he get to go camping with us but he got to meet a big chunk of my family and i'm really grateful for that like it was just cool to see him be around them and interact with interact with them and all that stuff and they seem to really like him and i think he had a good time so that made me very happy i have a seasonal camper at a specific campground um basically we have like a a camper that stays there all year round but the camping trip was at a different campground so my boyfriend and i stayed at our camper where my family has a seasonal and then during the day we would just drive to the other campground to be with everyone else so while we were at the campground on saturday morning i believe it was i decided to finally start my running journey I was just so excited and I was like, now, now is the time. Like I'm ready. Like I want to, and even if I'm not fully ready to like be a runner, I, I can do hard things. So yes, I'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit, but I did start my running journey One one of my first run. I actually keep track of, and I have not gone on a run since probably like very beginning of COVID and that was not with a healthy mindset. Um, And I was not going about it properly. So now I am. I'll talk about that more after I wrap up this Wisconsin portion. Um, Some other things I did while I was home was I hung out with one of my friends. We went to Forge Kitchen for lunch, which is a place in Madison, Wisconsin. If you ever visit there, uh, definitely check that out. I think there's also a location in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We went to the zoo and then we also went to Target and we got some like acai bowls and we went back to my house and watched a movie. It was called Fear Street. We watched the first one and we ate those acai bowls. It was really good. Um, The following day uh, my other best friend and I went and got tattoos together so I now have a tattoo on my left tricep that is like the outline of a woman like sitting holding her knees with like flowers growing around her and out of her head. And it just represents, like, self-love and self-growth and self-compassion. And then I also got a red tattoo, like, red ink on the back of my neck that says love because I wanted something that was, like, simple and showed self-love. And I thought, what better way to do that than to put the word love on myself? Self-love. Ha-ha. I know. I'm so clever. Anyways. So, yeah, I got those two tattoos. And then my friend got, like, a really cool like flower wraparound tattoo, um, like from like her ankle to her shin. Um, it's really pretty. So, yeah. And then the day after that, I went paddle boarding with my best friend and my parents. My parents went kayaking. My friend and I got paddle boards. And that evening I got to go to a pool party for my old dance studio and see people that I used to dance with, which was also really nice um, because I missed them and it felt really cool to be able to just see them again in any way. Like, even if it wasn't at the dance studio, it was still awesome to see them and hang out with them. And then this brings me to, like, the last little bit of my Wisconsin trip. The day that I was flying home, I got on the plane. And literally, like, 15 minutes after sitting there, they were like, We are having technical problems. We have to go back to... The gate and get everyone off so that the technicians can come and fix the problem, so they did that. It was like thirty forty five minutes. We finally get back on like we're on there like an hour later, and then they make an announcement that the airport we need to land in is closed because of the weather in New York. so then we sat on the airplane for like another hour or two until the airport opened up the gates for planes to enter again. Um, And then we finally were able to take off. So I, I, my flight was pushed back like four hours from when it was supposed to take off. And it was just stressful. All I wanted to do was get home, but I ended up getting home and like it was okay. My biggest concern was because I was moving to a new building. I wasn't going to be able to get in that night if I wasn't there by my check-in time, but it ended up being perfectly fine. That kind of leads me into why i was packing up my dorm which is because i moved um they bought a new residence hall like the college cinema bought a new residence hall and everyone had to move yeah i am now living in rather than living in my own dorm i am living in an apartment with four other people um and there's two rooms and then there's like a studio it's like set up like a studio apartment so my one friend lives in our like quote unquote living room um the It's like connected to the kitchen so if you come in our door and you see the kitchen and then to the right of it is like the studio space where her bed is um but we have like a curtain divider thing put up and we're gonna put another one so she can like completely have her own space when like people are when she's trying to go to bed or something like that you know um i don't know if that fully makes sense but i hope it did but yeah that's that's kind of like really one of the main reasons why i have not been able to make a lot of content recently is because i i just talked about this on my most recent youtube video but i don't feel 100 percent comfortable like filming in front of the people that i am living with like even though two of those people are my best friend and my boyfriend it's still awkward to me like i i don't want them to judge me or think it's weird and i know that they like probably don't care but it's just like my own insecurity is getting in the way So I'm still trying to figure that out, but I will continue to try my best to create content for you guys and just keep showing up and sharing things that I'm learning and like what I'm experiencing, because really it not only feels like great to be able to talk about it and have a space to go to, but I genuinely do it because I want to be able to share my experience, let people know that they're not alone and like give people my advice of like how I've gotten through things or how I work through things, how I go about things is honestly like everyone's just trying to improve themselves so I feel like I have knowledge to offer and I think that I really can help people and that's just one of the main things I want to do is just make people feel better and be like support. So the rest of June pretty much was the last week of June I started my new classes for the semester and my boyfriend won free tickets to new Broadway musical uh, once upon a one more time which is like a Britney Spears it's all Britney Spears music but the story is like a fairy tale storyline um it was really good and we got seats in the center of the sixth row in the orchestra like we were so close and it was amazing it was a really fun show I really liked it okay now I'm just gonna briefly talk about my running journey and like what I've been doing with that and then we will get into today's topic of the episode I'm not gonna do like any highs or lows because obviously it's been like a month and a half so that just seems silly to me so with my running journey I have decided to currently I'm lifting four days a week in the gym two upper body days two lower body days obviously I have dance five days out of the week and then I decided that I wanted to start running because my entire life I've had this limiting belief that I'm not a runner I'm not meant to run like I'm not fast I have asthma it's hard for me like I've always felt like I was slow so I've just always dealt with this limiting belief that I'm not meant to be a runner. I decided that like a summer ago I was having an urge to start running but I didn't believe in myself enough so I was like no I'm not going to kind of just threw that idea away and then I kind of had the idea brewing in my head for the past couple of months so for my birthday I asked for hokas and I just like fully committed to it. I would run more if it would be healthy for me, but with how active I am, one run a week is like all that I feel is right for my body right now. I don't want to overdo it. So every Saturday morning, I just go for a run. I'm using the Nike Run Club app, and it's amazing. You can do guided runs on it, um, but you can also just use the runs um, that it has on there, the different programs, and You have the option to like not have a guided run and just use the timer on there and like the instructions, but it doesn't actually have the coach talking to you. Right now, I'm doing the beginner program and I'm going really good. And I feel very proud of myself for commitment and consistency. Like, I've shown up every weekend and done the run, and I feel proud of myself and I'm feeling the endorphins and like little Laney is so proud. Laney, a month ago is so proud. So it's just crazy like how your brain will decide that it wants to do something and then when you fully commit to it like you actually feel the reward for it. That's all I really have to say about the running. Um, as far as like the shoes go, really like the shoes and um, I'm posting some content of running on Instagram so feel free to go check that out if you would like to see some of that. I also talk about it a little bit in my YouTube videos, so my recent YouTube videos, I've talked about it a couple times, so go check those out if you want to hear more. But yeah, that is pretty much it. All right, let's get into today's topic, which is being independent in a relationship. So I have this broken into three little sections. The first section is how I do it, and then the last two sections are red flags in a relationship and green flags in a relationship. So I'm going to how I do it, then go into the red flags, and then we'll end on a positive note with the green flags. So being independent in a relationship. I have now been in a relationship for seven months, and I'm very happy, like extremely happy. Um, I still get giddy every time he hugs me and gives me a kiss on the forehead. Like, I feel safe with him we can talk through things, we can communicate. It's amazing, but also learning how to navigate, like being independent, being my own person while being in a relationship has been hard for me because one of the things I feared the most about getting back into a relationship was losing the independence I had gained after getting out of my previous previous relationship. I became a very independent person And I honestly didn't think I was going to ever get into another relationship again because it was just so scary for me and nobody seemed up to my standard and I just didn't see it happening. But obviously it did. And so then I had to face the challenge of learning how to just continue to be my own person. And yes, I'm in a relationship, but I'm still myself and they are still their own person and we just happen to be a part of each other's lives, and a relationship, this relationship is adding to my life, and it is, I'm not going to let it take away, like, it's just going to continue to be a good thing for me, and it is 100% possible to be an independent person while also being in a relationship and caring about another person. So, this is how I do it. If I think of anything else to add in, I'll just pop those things in here. But this is what I have written down. I was supposed to record this episode on June 9th, and that did not happen um, because I was finishing packing up my boxes to be able to move. So this is um, an outline that I had written on June 9th. Number one, set aside time to do hobbies or activities you enjoy on your own. So I was just talking about running in the intro. That is a hobby that I love to do on my own. This podcast, it's a hobby that I have that I do on my own. Creating YouTube videos, Instagram content, going for long walks, going to a cafe, things like that. Like that is my alone time. and It's hobbies that I have. Reading my books. I haven't been doing that too much recently, but I really do want to get back into it because I read like last week for like an hour and I was so into my book and I just need to get back into prioritizing that. Even small things like journaling or cooking yourself like a yummy meal. That is a great way to have some independence in your relationship, but also that can be a great way to cultivate a relationship. I think that's the word I'm looking for. Like bring people together within a relationship, like cooking a meal with your loved one, but you can also do that by yourself, like you don't always have to have a person around to have a good time or to be happy, obviously. Number two, make plans with friends. You obviously are probably going to have some friends that are also friends with your significant other. My boyfriend and I, our best friend is literally the same person. And it's interesting. Um, We have a very well-balanced dynamic, the three of us. Which is funny because someone in our class told us that we are the three different air signs. So supposedly we just balance each other out. I'm a Gemini. He's an Aquarius. And I think Libra is the other one. I think my friend's Libra. I could be wrong. I'm not super, super well-versed in the astrology world Um, I wish I knew more about it but I, I don't really anyways make plans with your friends so like I was saying we have our best friend is the same person but we do things with her on our own time as well as together and I when I was in Wisconsin I did things with my friends by myself and then I also had him do stuff with us like that sort of stuff. Obviously it's a little different because we go to the same school. So a lot of our friends are like the same, but once we start like booking jobs and stuff, um, or having to like network with people, we're going to have different friends and it's okay to like invite your significant other to meet your friends and whatever. But it's also good to have like your own people, your own friends that you're closer with so that, you know, you can have that space and that independence and having those relationships with people other than just your significant other which this idea kind of goes into my next one which was even if you live close to the person or within the same building same house um, same room in my case spend time apart yeah I don't I don't feel like I need to go into too much detail with that but just like I said in the first two make plans with friends make time for hobbies, be okay with like spending time apart. This is something that I know I struggle with. I am a very, as much as I don't like to admit it, I am a physical touch and quality time person. I also love positive affirmation. I love all the love languages, honestly, except for, I mean, I appreciate gifts, but it's not like on my top. It's, it's my lowest one, but quality time and physical touch. Are just like so huge to me so being able to spend as much time as possible with my boyfriend it makes me very happy but distance makes the heart grow fonder so being able to be alone and not always have to rely on that person to be there in order to be happy and feel good and just be okay and exist it's really important Um, and I think it's something that sometimes people like it for granted just learn to be okay with being alone and spending time apart from your partner and this is something that's going to be an even bigger challenge for me in the future because with the industry that we are going into it is very likely that we will be far away from each other sometimes for jobs um, or things that we book and we're gonna have to learn how to spend that time apart and still be able to make time for each other and show love for each other and all that stuff. So when that stuff does happen, I will be sure to kind of share my experience with you guys. Number four, prioritize self-care. Things like taking a nice long shower or like I said before, cooking yourself a nice meal, making sure you're getting enough sleep, moving your body in a way that feels good to you. Prioritize your mental and physical health and Therefore, you will be giving yourself self-care. Number five is set boundaries. Be clear with what you expect from the person in the relationship, what you are willing to give to the person in the relationship, um, and also be willing to compromise on things and just really try to communicate things as soon as possible. If something's bothering you, if you need time to process it, obviously process it. But as soon as you have processed it and know what your opinion on it is, communicated to the other person because they can't read your mind. This is something that I'm still continuing to work on all the time is realizing that like my boyfriend doesn't know what I'm thinking all the time. And as much as I would love to be able to just look at him and him know what it is I want him to do or to understand or to hear me say, he can't. Like he cannot read my mind. And it makes me uncomfortable because I have thoughts that I want to share and then I have this like block where I can't get the words to form to come out of my mouth and then I'm really hard on myself because I feel bad because I want to communicate it but you just have to try going into number seven but communicating even if it's not perfect you just have to continue to keep trying that is something that I am learning so much is the more I try the easier it gets and the more I do it the more natural it feels. Yes, there are times where I'm just, I just don't feel like I can get out the words. I feel like I can't explain what's going on. Like I can't communicate it well. I still really push myself to try. And my boyfriend knows that it's hard for me to communicate my thoughts sometimes. With my anxiety, I'm so scared that I'll say the wrong thing or it'll come out wrong. And he's so good at just continuing to remind me like it's okay like to just try if i'm if i am say something i don't mean i can communicate that as well really just trying is better than not trying so number seven is just communicating and also communicating when you need time alone which can go with the boundaries but overall communication is just so important when you need time alone you just have to tell that person If they love you, they will understand even if it's hard for them to give you space sometimes. Maybe they need to work on their own independence as well. You know, being okay with continuing to be separate people that are also together. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm getting a little bit rambly. Okay, so I'm back. My microphone just died again. So it cut me off and I don't remember where I was. Um, But moral of that last step was just communicate your needs. Um, Communicate when you need time alone. Don't be scared to, even if it's hard. As long as you try, things will pan out the way that they're supposed to and it will continue to get easier. Now let's move into the red and green flags in a relationship. Starting with the red flags. One, not letting you see your friends. If they aren't letting you see your friends and they're trying to only let the relationship be like, you and them or you and them and then they're allowed to hang out with their friends but you're not allowed to, that is not healthy. That should not be the way that it is. Again, you two should be able to have friendships and continue to pour into those relationships outside of just the two of you. Number two is judging your hobbies or your interests. If they make a comment on a hobby that you have or something you're interested in and it hurts your feelings, Communicate it to them, let them know that it didn't make you feel great, that they said whatever it is they said about that thing, and if they don't change, they aren't going to change, and that's not worth your time. Number three, not caring about how you receive love. Um, I think that people should know how others receive love best. Um, Going back to the five love languages, like knowing how your significant other enjoys receiving love so that you can best show up for them and give that to them because obviously you love them, but making sure that they see it can be done through one of these ways. Number four is only talks about them or um, what they want, what they think. Basically just like all they ever do is talk about their opinions on things and their thoughts and don't ever care to ask what you think about things or how you're doing or What you want or what you see for yourself things like that Number five is not loving you for Who you are? So some examples of this, um are like if they encourage you to do things that are disordered or they tell you that you don't look good or they comment on your body in a negative way again like don't like a hobby you have or an interest you have or they make fun of you for your job they are not worth your time like seriously leave because that's going to do more damage and that's hard to say and you might be mad at me for saying that but you should not stay in a relationship that's doing that to you and the last red flag that i have is love bombing If you are going through something that is bothering you and you are trying to communicate it, or they've really hurt you or did something wrong, and you are trying to confront them and they just start love bombing you and saying, like, they, you know, they try to gaslight you and try to just use the words, I love you, to cover up what's actually the issue, run. Run for the hills. I'm speaking from personal experience. Run. Okay. Onto green flags. I have a decent amount of these. And I'll see if I have any more to add. Number one, holding you account- accountable for your goals. Um, the example I have written down here is the gym. My boyfriend is so good at holding me accountable for the gym. If I'm having a day where I'm feeling physically exhausted and like I can't go but my brain is still telling me to go, he's right there and he tells me that it's okay to take rest it's okay to come home and not go but then on days where it's like i just have no motivation like i really don't want to go he reminds me that it's very important for my mental health it makes me feel better and i won't regret going like i'll feel happy that i did it once i do it having someone like that to hold you accountable for your goals and knowing that it has a positive impact on your life is so important such a green flag it's something that I'm so grateful for that my boyfriend does for me. Number two, as I said before, um, understanding your love language. I just think that it's very helpful for you and your significant other just to know how you best receive love so that you can continue to show it to the other person. Number three is patience. Not much I need to say about that. Just remember that it's you and that person together. It's not you versus the other person. If you're having an argument, try to work things out and talk things out as a team. And if things are getting too overwhelming or, or like too heated, take some space. And come back when you're ready to understand the other person's point of view and listen to what they have to say. Number four is encouragement to set new goals. There's just something so... Right about a person continuing to hold you accountable to challenge yourself and go for things that you want even if you don't fully think that they're real or like achievable. Having someone that believes in you no matter what is amazing. Number five, like I just said, with encouragement to set new goals is also believing in your abilities. Knowing that like just having that person like know what you're capable of and they fully believe it. It makes a huge difference. Number 6 is talks about your future with you included. One of the cutest things that my boyfriend does and I I don't know if he notices how how happy he makes me when he does this or like how cute I think it is, but when he talks about like our apartment in the future or like when we do this or when we go here like whenever he includes me in things when he's talking about hypothetical things in the future. It just makes me so happy. I just love that he thinks about the fact that we're going to be together then and I want us to be together then and I want us to be together to experience all of those things. So and it's so like affirming for me that we are on the same page and that we both see that for each other. Number seven is being an honest person. Like they don't bullshit you on things and if something is off or they notice that you're off and they confront you about it or you ask them a question and they are just straight to the point honest with you. That is such a green flag. Number eight is understand how to take care of you when you are not doing well mentally. They might not know exactly what the answer is but knowing how to comfort you or best support you is important for me I even if I try to push people away and say that I don't want people around me that is the furthest thing from the truth when I am upset when I'm sad I need someone with me to feel safe so that I don't feel like I'm a danger to myself and to feel cared about and loved and like I'm worthy of being here because my brain will start to say, oh, no one's around, so nobody cares. So you might as, you know, it just continues to spiral. Whereas my boyfriend, he needs to be alone when he's having a hard time. He likes his space. And it has taken a lot for me to learn that and I'm still trying to learn it because it is the complete opposite of what I want. So when he's upset, all I want to do is be there to support him and try to help him and try to understand what is wrong when in reality that isn't helping. So, knowing how the other person reacts when they're not doing well and like what they expect and like what best can support them, it's a really good conversation to have with your significant other. Number nine is they help you get out of your comfort zone, just continuing to do things together that maybe you are not 100% sure on. Or, like, seem a little bit risky or like exciting, do it. Like, why not? As long as it's not like a danger to you, you're not gonna get hurt or something, try it. Try new things and just continue to push each other towards greatness. And number 10, the last green flag I have for you guys today, is showing love. Rather than just saying that you love someone, show them that you love them. Show up for them, be there for them, care for them, be patient with them, hold them accountable to their goals, show them love in the way that they best receive it. Just continue to do these things that I was just discussing, all of these great things. Continue to do those because those things show truly that you love someone rather than saying the words. You should not have to say the words, I love you to someone for them to know that you love them they should feel it they should know before you even say those words to them with that being said that is all i have for today's podcast episode if you did like this please be sure to leave a rating review in the apple store as well as a rating on spotify if you are listening there be sure to follow me on instagram at justathought.pod as well as my main instagram at laney.foods and follow me on youtube it's just my name laney evans And with all that being said, I will be in your ear very soon. Bye.